Hello, I'm Danny Aiken, president of Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We want to thank you for listening to this chapel message. Our mission at Southeastern is to seek to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by equipping students to serve the church and fulfill the Great Commission. We hope that you enjoy this chapel message and that you will visit our website. It's www.sebts.edu. There you can learn more about our school and what the Lord is doing here. We hope you enjoy the message. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing here. As we close this morning, I want to bring just a brief challenge to you and do so in this form. What if you are the answer to your own prayer? You know, in the book of Ruth, there is a man named Boaz who prays that God would bring someone into the life of Ruth, that he would be a a shelter, he would spread his wing over her. And when you get to the end of the book, you realize that Boaz was the answer to his own prayer. And what if that were to be true for you or me this morning? Jamie mentioned a moment ago the clock that's over in the mission center. The reason it is there is the first time I ever had the opportunity to go to the International Mission Board in Richmond, Virginia. As you walk into the main lobby, right there on the wall is the world clock. I'd never seen it before. I was mesmerized by it. I I literally stood there for five minutes just looking as it clicked and as it moved. And as of yesterday afternoon, when I was putting this together, we were at 7.31 billion on planet Earth, 3.91 billion having either limited access or no access to the gospel. 7.31 billion on planet Earth, 3.91 billion having limited or no access to the gospel. The Joshua Project tells us there are 6,992 unreached people groups still on planet Earth today. And what that means is this, there are still places in the world where you and I could go We could be dropped by a helicopter or a parachute. We would hit the ground and start walking. And we could walk for days and weeks and even months in some parts of the world. We would never see a church. We would never even meet a Christian. And I have to wonder if maybe that reality is not what moved the Lord Jesus to pray this and and to encourage us to pray in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38. You know, it's not many times in the Bible that Jesus specifically asks us to pray for something, but he certainly does in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 37. There he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. James Frazier, the wonderful missionary to the Lisu people group said, solid lasting missionary work is done on our knees. I think that's simply a echo of the words we just read from Matthew's account and what Jesus said in Matthew 9. And when you walk through these two verses, there's just three little simple observations I want to make for us to reflect upon as we uh, leave in just a moment. Number one, lost people are everywhere. 
and they're ready to hear and receive the gospel. Do you notice what he said? The harvest is plentiful. People are everywhere. Lost people are everywhere. And they are there and so many of them are ready to hear and receive the gospel. But secondly, missionaries and evangelists are too few in number by comparison. The harvest is plentiful, but in tragic contrast, the laborers are few. I'm often asked, what gave you a heart and passion for the Great Commission? And I don't think there's any one answer. Several things fed into that stream, but one thing that greatly impacted both me and my wife, Charlotte, when we had only been here two or three years with another couple, we went overseas and we visited six countries in 14 days. We started Tibet, then made our way to Nepal, to India, to Myanmar, to Bangladesh, to Thailand. I knew how lost the world was in theory It's something different when you see it up close and personal. And you just see how dark so many parts of the world are. And you see how lost so many people are in the world. And you realize apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ, they have absolutely no hope. No hope in this life. And certainly no hope in the life to come. Lost people are everywhere. And they're ready to hear the gospel, but missionaries and evangelists are too few in number by comparison. I think that's why David Livingston, the great missionary to Africa, said, sympathy is no substitute for action. It's one thing to feel bad about it in your heart. It's another thing to go and do something about it. And so what does Jesus say finally? We must pray to our Lord that he would raise up and send out disciple makers into the world. Therefore, pray and pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers, and notice what it says, into his harvest. We have the wonderful missionary promise in Revelation chapter seven, verse nine and verse 10 that there in the future gathered around the throne where the Father and the Lamb are located, there will be people from every tribe, every tongue, every people, and every nation. He has made that promise, and that promise is going to come to fruition. However, it will not come to fruition apart from you and me doing our part as we go into his harvest and as we go out among those where the harvest, he says, is indeed plentiful. So as we prepare to sing our seminary hymn, I love it. I'm so grateful for Keith and Kristen Getty writing it for us. And as we prepare to leave and go over to the mission center where there'll uh, be a number of persons to talk to you about opportunities, both short-term and long-term for missions, Once more, I want you to hear the words of one of my heroes, James Frazier, the missionary among the Lisu people. We are, as it were, God's agents. We are his laborers. Used by him to do his work, not ours. We do our part and then can only look to him with others for his blessings. And then he says, I believe 
It will only be known on the last day how much has been accomplished in missionary work by the prayers of earnest believers. Might it be that as you obey the Lord Jesus and you pray the prayer of Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38, you might discover that you are the answer to your own prayer. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, you have told us in your word that the harvest is indeed plentiful. And Lord, we know that to be true. The fact matter is there are people all around the world that if they could hear the gospel, they would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a real sense, Lord, in which they are waiting and they are waiting for us to come and to tell them. And so we indeed pray the prayer that Jesus told us to pray this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord of the harvest, send out laborers. From Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, Lord, send out dozens and dozens. No, Lord, that, that prayer is too small. Lord, send out hundreds and hundreds that we would indeed be among those who take the good news to those who've never heard and that we would indeed spend our lives for something that really, truly matters. And Lord, as we pray that prayer, may we each and every one be open to the possibility that I am one of the ones that is an answer to my own prayer. Lord, do the work. Lord, send us out. And Lord, may we be comforted by the promise that you indeed will be with us every step of the way until the end of the age. You are a glorious and wonderful God that the nations need to know. And we ask and pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this chapel message from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. If you are thinking about theological education on the undergraduate or graduate level, including doctoral studies, we hope that you consider us. If you also find these chapel messages encouraging and a blessing to your walk with Christ, we hope that you will consider financially supporting Southeastern. Our graduates are literally serving the kingdom across this globe, working to carry the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Your gifts will help to train more, and they will serve as a worthwhile investment in God's kingdom. You can find more information about attending Southeastern or supporting us financially at www.sebts.edu. We cover your prayers and trust that God will bless every good work you do for His glory. Thank you for joining us in our chapel services.